0: No matter how long you've been removed, that hood trauma will pop up on your ass like a goddamn ghost, nigga. Yeah, so this one's kind of um interesting because I feel like so that obviously I know that there's all types of traumas. I think it's interesting, though, that I think the only people that get to talk about hood trauma is rappers, <laughs> you know, uh. Yeah, this was a thought I had the other day because it's actually something that I think about a lot and I think it's really interesting to talk about hood trauma. And, more, and it's more interesting to me because it just brings up different thoughts about um, time and how we experience it, right? So, like, I was raised in the hood and had lived in the hood for a really, really long time. But I'm also like a grown-ass man now, so it's it's always interesting to me when I'm just relaxing or chilling and, you know, something small will happen and it'll take me back to that time, you know, and I just thought it was funny because that happens to me. And it's just kind of like this this little invisible ghosts that are just like pop up on your ass, you know, and it's kind of interesting because I feel like when you think about trauma we kinda talk more about like relationship trauma. It's I think a lot of traumas are that are like talked about or people who go to therapy and that are willing to talk about things. It's always like something happened to you, you know? It's 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 an experience you had at the hands of someone else, you know. But I think it's kinda interesting to to put a magnifying glass on environmental experiences you know and being someone that grew up in the hood and someone that was really outside I have a lot of times where those memories of certain things that a lot of people would consider like yo that's super traumatic and that's why I said like hood trauma but at the time these things didn't register to me as like a trauma you know for example I was um I saw some kids like getting out of school the other day and they were coming out and they were running out the building and they were all excited and happy and I was like it immediately took me to like when I was in middle school and it's like, you know, like all kids, you happy to get out of school, that bell rings, you like, you know, you run right out. But it was kinda interesting because I also thought about like, you know, it was kinda for me you went through a lot of emotions when that bell rung. Because our school was beefing with another school up the street. And so a lot of times you get out of school and them niggas was waiting outside for y'all, <laughs> you know. And I was just thinking about that, like, oh, man, these kids out here, you know, they don't they don't have that happening. They, they outside, they skipping, they happy, which is dope. Like, nobody should, you know, be having to go through that. But that was something that I lived through. And it was kind of like even the same in high school. Like, if your school is kind of worn with another school and it wasn't like it was just like oh a particular group of kids trying to fight some other kids they had an altercation this was like nah it was for everybody like you know because the the schools that I went to we wore uniforms so we were like easily identifiable so it's like bro if you happen to be coming to school or leaving school when you ran into this other school nigga it was up it was fighting. It was, you know, you either ran or you fought. And you should probably do whichever one you do best. That's the that's the one you want to do. You know, so that that's just like a, you know, a small example of just like, like hood trauma. And I think sometimes I forget when I'm talking to other people that that hasn't been everybody's experience. You know, every black person didn't grow up in the hood, you know, er, like they're just like, you know certain things that freak people out or they are uncomfortable with but you know a lot of that shit like actually shaped my brain and how I experience things it's interesting you know because like Jay has a line of his song he's like I think it was on the the monster verse where he's like none of you seen the things that I seen I still hear fiends scream in my dreams and I was like Damn, that's crazy, because at the time, like, he was, you know, he he was married and starting a family, and Mr. 500 corporate, you know, 500, you know, corporate, like, Jay-Z guy, not the Marcy Project guy, and here he is saying, like, yo, I still hear, like, drug addicts screaming in my dreams, you know, and that was, that was always, like, a very profound line to me, you know, because I, identify with a lot of that shit just you know growing up in the hood certain experiences you have whether like seeing somebody get shot or seeing somebody get robbed I just thought like you know when you get older and you live in a different lifestyle and you're in a different environment that that shit will be gone but that's not how trauma works you know that's not how experiences work even if it's something like positive positive. That shit like still sticks with you and is, it's, it's, it's in your body. Don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, turn into a therapy session like, oh, I'm trying to get over. So I'm not trying to get over anything. I just thought it was like this kind of interesting observation that even if you change whatever the trauma is, that time and lifestyle change doesn't necessarily make those things disappear. They're kind of, like, ever-present because they are a part of you and they were a specific set of experiences that you had, you know. And, um, yeah, man, that's interesting because I realized, like, oh, you kind of see that with a lot of people. You see that with, like, okay, people who grew up, like, in super religious households or super conservative or, you know, and you get around them and you're talking to them and they'd be like, you know, I've had people I've, like, just been kicking it with, right, and talking to them. I'm like, huh, something seems a little off. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I was raised in a cult. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, "Where did this happen? They'll be like, oh, like 40 years ago. And I'm like, damn. And they can, you know, they can immediately go back to like what their time was like being brought up in a cult or being brought up in a very Christian or Islam or like whatever type of household and the things that they experienced by that, you know so it's it, that was just um a really interesting thought that I actually have a lot but I was able to some and sometimes that's how like my tweets and social media posts kind of work is I'm capturing I don't know it's almost like fishing like um the rod and the bait is out and then every once in a while I'll be like oh something's on the line and it'll be this this thought that I'm able to capture that's kinda of been elusive, but it's been in my brain and I'm, you know, that's how a lot of my tweets are. It's actually like I'm tweeting it in the moment, but sometimes I'm not even aware of how long that thought has been actually in my brain. It was like it was just at the right time, the right situation popped up and I was like, boom, hood trauma, bro. That shit is is there. You know, and I think it's an interesting topic. I think I might talk about it more on social media. Cause I think, um, somebody did respond. It was like, yo, this is too real. You know, I was like, yeah, I'd be interested to hear more people again who are like not rappers or trying to get paid from that experience. Like, talk about that, especially like when you when you live in a completely different environment now, you know, but what goes through your mind if you do hear gunshots or you see a certain image on TV or like, you know, I'd be curious to know how other people's thoughts about that is. So, uh, all right, BRB.